I'm an artist with no collectors, no connections, no clout, and no social media presence. In this podcast, you will get a behind-the-scenes look at the actions I'm taking to change all that. I've made a one-year commitment to share my successes and failures and everything I learned along the way as I attempt to build an art business from the ground up. Welcome to Artistic Ambition. My name is Christina Elkins. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this week's podcast episode. I wanted to share some exciting news that's happening, which triggers a whole bunch of things within me, which we'll talk about also. But I've been thinking about for a while that I probably needed to get my own studio space. I've been working on my kitchen table and it's literally a mess all the time. I have like a station for doing my pet portraits and then like a station for my watercolor so they don't get all mixed up together. And then I have a light. I have little tables. It's a mess. Okay, we can't eat dinner there. Anytime someone comes over, it's a mad rush for me to put all of my supplies into boxes and get them out of the way because it's literally a horrifying mess. And my oil painting I do at my husband's place of business, which is the Elkins Agency. And he allots me a little spot in his storage area. But he's been telling me for a couple months now that I'm probably going to have to vacate because they need a little more storage. So the time has come. I have been profitable for a several months now. And so I decided to start looking around. I tend to have very ambitious ideas and dreams, and I can see the big picture, and I want to just go for it and go all in, you know, wherever I have these ideas. But then the logical side of my brain kicks in, and I remember how to do business, (laughs) and how to do business with the lowest amount of risk as you can possibly have. And sometimes that's not always the best decision. But for me, where I'm starting out, I don't have a lot of money and cash flow going on around me. I figured the smartest thing to do was to take a little baby step. I got big dreams and big steps in me, but my money says I got baby steps. So baby steps it is. After just a couple of weeks of looking, I, of course, saw a couple awesome places and I was like, oh, while I was looking, it started spurring even more ideas within me. I realized that I may have bigger ambitions than I originally thought. I originally thought I was just going to be making some original artworks and some commissions probably off the kitchen table. And that's just what I was going to be doing for a long time. But as I was doing my property search, and I realized the area I live in, property is so expensive, that for now my options were going to be kind of limited. But it really opened my eyes to dreams I haven't really thought about as far as having a space where I can teach classes, invite other artists in, invite the public in. So, oh yeah, my head was spinning with ideas. And those ideas are still in there, but I did have to 
remind myself, reel it back in a little bit of where actually I am in my journey. So I looked around for a couple weeks. I ended up finding a spot not very far from my husband's office. It's very small. It's um, probably like 200 square feet, which it would be nice to have a little more, but that's okay because 200 square feet is about all I can afford in this town. The prices are astronomical. So I secured myself a little studio space. So that's my exciting news. And I'm so happy and excited and I can't wait to get my stuff moved in. I was looking around and I'm like, oh, I have a lot of stuff that's going to fill up this room pretty quick. So I'm going to be thinking of all the organization ideas that I can to really make sure that I'm using my space efficiently. But this is going to be my own private space and I'm not going to be intruding on anyone's storage or in the kitchen scene or anything like that. So I'm really excited to have a private space where I can start doing some artwork. The property is, like I said, about 200 square feet and it's $400 a month. I can totally do $400 a month as so far. Like in the last few months, I've definitely been clearing $400 a month. Now I do have my credit card, so I'm anything over $400, I'm trying to get that back onto the credit card for sure. But I feel like it's worth it to go ahead and get this space and kind of separate myself and get a little more organized. It's going to give me a little more direction on where I want to go. With all of this being said, I want to talk about what came after the actual securing of the location came pretty quick. It was a really smooth process. During the searching for the spot, I was very excited and just really ambitious. Like I'm like sky's the limit while I'm looking, you know, and nothing's off limits. But once the lease was signed, something just gripped me. And (laughs) at first I didn't know what was going on. I immediately became almost like depressed because I I thought it was because things were going to change. Like my daily routine was going to change and everything like that. I follow someone on TikTok who mentors artists and he was talking about fear in one of his episodes and it really struck me right in the face that that was what my problem was. The thing that I was trying to accomplish happened, and now what? The fear of, now I have to make $400, (laughs) which, you know, I had a credit card payment already, so I still had to make money, but it's just the reality. This is really happening. I'm really moving forward on this. I really am having ambitious ideas that are scaring the bejesus out of me, and When I look down that road to all the things that I think would be really cool to achieve in my art career, I don't recognize the person who is doing that. So it makes me feel like it can't be done by me. I don't have it in me. But then part of me believes that I do. (laughs) 
part, there's like some hidden part of me that believes I can do anything. I don't know where this person came from or how she even really got in there, (laughs) but she has a strong belief in me. And there's another whole side of me that constantly feels like I can't achieve things. And so it's interesting to see the, the pull and the push and me constantly being afraid. And then this little part of me just being like, no, you can do this. And so I want to talk a little bit today about fear and what that looks like as an artist and some things that I'm taking steps towards to overcome. And maybe it'll help you a little bit too. So one of the things that I find helps me face fear and to even like just take steps forward without questioning it too much. And that's to listen to my gut. While I was looking for all this through all these properties, you know, there's so many choices and so many properties and I could have went a million different ways. I knew because in my past experiences, my gut always has led me down the right path. I mean, if I'm really listening, I don't question that thing because it never has led me astray. Even this time, I'm looking through these properties. I had actually found a different one and I was like, maybe this is it, you know, but it was like a thousand dollars. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Maybe this is it. But then I reminded myself to keep my eyes open and to listen to my logical mind, to my ambitious mind and listen to my gut. Let it guide me into the place that feels like the right place for me. And so that's what I did. And I stumbled upon this spot and $400 does not scare me near as much as $1,000. I believe that listening to your gut guide you and tell you what is the right decision and not just going off emotions or just logical thinking, but really like honing in on what is the best decision and base that on multiple factors can really help ease that fear. And that's one reason why whenever I did decide to sign the lease for the $400 place, I wasn't really scared about that, like the actual taking on of the $400 payment. I'm afraid of what my art is going to become. I'm afraid that I won't live up to my own potential, maybe. I don't know. But it really feels like my fear is more focused on my art as opposed to the leap of faith of signing a lease for the $400. I feel like, you know, worst case scenario, I have to work a little more on my side job to pay for that rent. But $400 is doable as far as rent goes. The fear is stemming from my actual artistic journey. If you know me personally, you might be surprised to find that I do have a lot of fear about the ambitious things that I take up and think that I can do. And you might look at me and go, oh, look what you've already done. I don't know what you'd be afraid of. You've been successful. You've started things from scratch. You've been ambitious. But all of those things were done in fear. I have always believed that taking action solves all problems. And I feel like it also solves the fear problem. 
I know that my fear right now is stemming from the art side of my journey and my abilities and whether or not I can live up to the potential that I have in my mind of myself, if that makes sense. I have come to reflect over the last few days that in order to solve this fear, I need to apply the same principle I've applied to pretty much my entire grown adult life is that action solves all problems. So to me, the action of creating art is going to solve my fear about achieving this goal that I have created in my mind of where art is going to take me. Just create, just do the art. I often feel stifled in my art, like I'm not expressive enough and I'm not like good enough. I mean, every artist probably thinks that, but my art's not deep enough. All these things that you question about your art. Well, I feel like this private space that I'm going to have is going to allow me to get in there and experiment. I don't tend to be someone who will just create, just play around with my art. I am creating something with an end goal in mind. I feel like in order for me to expand my skills, expand my horizons, I need to get into my space and I need to play around a little bit. I always have projects lined up and I can do those projects. I have a million ideas every single day and I can definitely keep ticking those off my list. But one of my goals whenever I get into this new place is to take action against the fear And the fear is that I'm not good enough. And I'm probably really (laughs) digging in deep and talking to artists in this episode. If you're just a random person listening, you're probably like, what is this lady talking about? But I feel like if you are an artist or a creative person, you might understand where, (laughs) or I'm just rambling, which is fine too. This is, you know, this is my podcast. I can ramble if I want. I did read a little bit of inspiration around fear and what you do. And I really feel like part of my problem with being afraid of moving forward is the fear of actually succeeding. Because where will that take me? Is that going to take me into realms that I might feel uncomfortable in? Probably, (laughs) you know, if I'm inviting the public into my space, if I'm getting to know other artists and inviting them into my space, which is my long-term goal, I believe, that will make me uncomfortable. That is not my normal. I am someone who likes that alone time. But I do have a deep desire in me to learn with other people and to experience art with other people. So I feel like to be afraid to tap into that is really going to stifle my journey as an artist. What's crazy is I feel afraid to do almost everything I've ever done. (laughs) This podcast, I don't know how to edit this. I didn't know how to do anything when it came to this podcast. I don't know how to do oil painting. I don't know how to live wedding paint. I don't know how to 
get and find commissions and keep up a steady stream of social media presence. I'm afraid to do all of those things. All of those things make me feel vulnerable. All of those things put me out into the world and are scary for me. Something in me won't let me not push through the fear. And I think that that's one of the things I like about myself, which it's honestly hard for me to admit that I like things about myself. Um, I'm usually very hypercritical of myself. And so to look at myself and see that there's something that I actually truly like, I would say that that is one of the things that I like. I am afraid and I do it anyway. I would suggest if you are working through your own fears about your success and your failures, I would writing some things down, journaling a little bit about what success means to you. That's one thing I did have realized during this journey is I might not become a rich and famous artist and that's okay. I really want to create and maybe no one will ever want to buy my original artwork. That's a reality that I can face that doesn't stop the ideas from flowing into me. That doesn't stop me from putting my paintbrush on the canvas. The pet portraits and the commissions that I do, those things, you know, they help me pay the bills. And if someone wasn't paying me, I would not be drawing dogs all the time. Probably not. But I still enjoy doing it. And doing even that amount of creating, to me, is still somewhat of a success. It's just different levels and different things that I'm wanting to obtain. Another reason that fear may take hold of you is the fear of the unknown. I think that is every human. You don't know what's going to happen. So it's better to stay where you are safe. It's better to always do what you've always done. (laughs) I have ran my own business for 12 years now, and I know how to do that now. My routine with that was down pat, and this is a whole new game, and I'm starting over from scratch. And so it's that fear of not knowing what's going to happen, but having a lot of expectations on yourself, and that can really instill a lot of fear. But even then, I look at my life and not just my art life. I look at all kinds of parts of my life. Whenever, you know, I got divorced, I had never been out on my own like that before. And I was scared to death. But I knew that that relationship wasn't conducive. So you have to do what must be done. (laughs) That's one of my sayings I always say to myself. You have to do what must be done, and some things must be done, and I guess that's part of taking the action. I must create the art. I must do what must be done. I can really apply that saying to everything, you know, taking the commissions. I have to do what must be done right now. I might not always take commissions, but right now I must do what must be done, and I am still happy in that because I'm still creating, so it's still a win-win. I know I'm really rambling this episode, but I've been sick, okay, and I'm just really excited, but also really afraid, and so I'm just working through that. (laughs) 
I don't consider myself as someone who gets inspired by inspirational quotes or emotional memes. But honestly, that's not true. Most of the things that I say to myself internally, I say inspirational things inside of myself. And I feel like if that's one thing I wish I could have passed on to my children is to have the inner voice that's hyping you up, the inner voice that is inspiring you, the inner voice who isn't as afraid as you are, (laughs) who's always pushing you to take that action. And I came across a, a quote by Emma Donahue, and it's, scared is what you're feeling, brave is what you're doing. That's where I am right now in my journey. Part of me is afraid and the other part is pushing me forward. I'm loving the fact that I do have big goals and ambitions and I don't know what's going to happen. I want to apply for a gallery. Will I get denied? Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. I wouldn't mind applying for a grant and seeing if I can achieve that. Will I get it? I don't know, probably not, but I am a trier. I am a doer, and so maybe this episode is a little bit to hype myself up, and I hope it hypes you guys up too, because take that action. When you're faced with fears and doubts, and you're not sure what even to do, if you are a creator then create. Start there. Start with the creating. I'm just really appreciative of where I'm at in my journey and the people who have supported me this far and the growth that I see in myself being willing to reach out. Really proud of myself for how far I've come with my oil painting. I started oil painting literally eight or nine months ago, and I'm doing portraits. I'm delivering portraits tomorrow to someone, and I'm proud of them. I'm proud of how far I've come. I would encourage you, no matter where you are in your journey, if you're just starting out, if you are randomly making art when you get the chance, if you're selling your originals left and right, you probably aren't listening to this podcast. (laughs) But if you are hello. (laughs) You should be proud of yourself wherever you are. Just appreciate where you are in this season of your life. I'll be moving into my new little studio in a couple weeks. I'll probably post some pictures on Instagram and give you guys the down low of my organizational skills. (laughs) So stay tuned for that and stay tuned for more interviews and exciting things ahead. I really do believe that that's true. Thank you for supporting me in this journey and helping me through my fears with so many kind and encouraging words all the time. And it really does alleviate fears when you have that support around you. As far as my business expenses and income went, I was profitable. I booked a private art party for some couples and that was $400. And then my, I had a couple of straggling payments from my brushes and brews class that I did in Fayetteville of about $125. So my income for this 
week was about $525. And then I did spend some money. <laughs> had to, oh, I got to buy those supplies, you know. So um, I bought about $200 worth of supplies. I had to buy some frames for the commissions that are going out. And uh, yeah, so this week I'm finishing up my portraits finally. I've had a couple pet portraits that I'm working on that I'm delivering this week as well. And then up next, I will have three watercolor paintings that I'm doing for someone for a Christmas gift. And then I also have a pet portrait commission for a realtor coming up at the end of the month. Yeah, so September, it's only the 6th today. And I see the rest of the month is going to be pretty busy. I even already have some things booked out for October. I have two weddings in October that I'm going to be doing. So that's really exciting. And I've made a couple connections this last week or so. And I'm just excited to be connecting with people. And I never thought I would say those words. (laughs) But yeah, it's kind of cool meeting people and learning about them. Thank you guys for listening to this podcast. and. Stay tuned for more exciting things to come. I'd love for you to follow along or walk beside me in this journey. And let's see what happens at the end of the year.